Well, good morning. Good morning. Uh, just as a reminder, as you came in, along with your worship folder, you should have picked up one of these, a writing tablet, and also a pen. So hopefully you've got that with you and available. Our scripture reading this morning is found in one verse, the last verse of the book of Acts. It's Acts 28, verse 31. And as I read it, I invite you to join with me in body or spirit by standing in reverence and respect to God and his word as we hear this, these words from the book that we love. Paul proclaimed the kingdom of God and taught about the Lord Jesus Christ with all boldness and without hindrance. God's very word. Thanks be to God. And you may be seated. You guys look like you're up for a little game. You up for a little game? Okay, always. We're up for a game. So this is going to involve just a little bit of movement, either standing or sitting. So you're not going to have to mingle, uh, just relax. But uh, instead of just raising your hand, I, I, I'm going to ask you to stand, okay? So like we say sometimes, stand in body and spirit. If you need to do that, go ahead. But uh, I'm going to ask you a series of questions. And if the question answer is yes, then stand. Gail's already ready to answer yes. She's standing. So, so I'm going to ask you about four or five questions. Uh, after each one, if the answer is yes, stand up. Stay standing for just about five seconds or so. Game? Game. Okay. Stand if you are afraid of spiders or snakes. Most of us. Very good. Very good. How many, next question, you can sit down. How many are afraid of putting your hand in the garbage disposal even when the plug has been pulled? I am there too. That is, uh, thank you, thank you, thank you. How many of you would be scared if you were to stand where I'm standing and you were to give the message this morning? Most of us, but not all of us. Very good, very good. May be seated. How many would have some fear if you'd have to share something about your faith with a non-family member? It can be a friend, it can be a stranger, but with a non-family member. How many would have some kind of fear of sharing a bit, a story of your faith with a non-family member? Anyone? Honesty prevails. Very good. Thank you. Thanks for standing up. I think it was Seinfeld who made the joke of the sociological study that said uh, more people are afraid of public speaking than they are of death so that if they were at a funeral, they would rather have it be their funeral than the one giving a eulogy. I think he was the one who came up with that. I almost think, though, that at times, something that people of faith can be more afraid of is talking about the relationship with Jesus with someone 
And there's a variety of reasons for that. There's a fear about not saying it right. What if I don't say it right? How is that person going to respond? Uh, are they going to ask me a religious question that I'm not going to know the answer to? These are things that go on in the souls of people. Is it a fear of I don't know exactly what to say or how to say it? And we know that we want to be willing and we should be able to, to share something about our life story with someone, uh, but there's something different about doing it face-to-face -face with someone than doing it on social media. Uh, and we know that we can never be like the apostle. The apostle was someone who shared freely all the time with everyone, whether they had their fingers in their ears or not. I mean, can you imagine being one of the Praetorian guards in a Roman jail, and you were the one who was chained to the Apostle Paul for four hours at a time? Can you imagine if you were that guard? No wonder it says that news of Jesus has spread through all the Praetorian guard. Maybe because they were handcuffed to the Apostle for four hours at a time, day after day, week after week. But if there are things in our life that we are excited about, that have changed us, we want to share. If you caught a foul ball at a Tigers game, you'd bring the ball to church, and you'd want to share the story of how you barehanded that line drive. If someone noticed your weight loss, you would want to share how you did it with that person. If there is a spark in your eye or a skip in your walk because you have a new boyfriend or a new girlfriend, you'd want to share your joy with someone. So it's not like we don't have this love for Jesus for all that he's done, but somehow sharing him can be a bit frightening. Since January, we've been on a journey every fourth Sunday that focuses on a different aspect of growing deeper with our faith. We've listened and we've watched videos that have to do with prayer, the Holy Spirit being anointed, and we've shared in groups, in small groups, about the difference that that makes or, or how we understand uh, material that we've, that we've heard and that we've seen. And it sure seems to me like people have been enjoying the fourth Sundays. Uh, an opportunity to do something different, not for the sake of doing something different, but a way to grow in faith, something that we don't normally do when we gather on Sunday morning. So has that impacted you? Has some of the things that we've done on the fourth Sunday brought a change in your perspective or even a bit of a change in your behavior? Has focusing in on a scripture verse throughout the week made a difference? Or listening to the Lectio 365 app to start and end your day with? Has there been a difference because you've engaged with the material? Well, today, we're going to move you just a little bit further outside your comfort zone. Yes, we are. Yes, we are. Uh, 
for those of you who might uh, not be sure what we're going to do, we are going to be breaking up into groups again. So the group thing is going to be happening. Uh, don't worry, I'm not going to be leading a group. It seems like our numbers are low. I always feel a little bad for people who are stuck with the pastor's group. It's sort of like going to the principal's office, but a little bit worse. You know, I'm stuck in the pastor's group. Uh, but I'm not going to be leading a group, I think, because our numbers are low. But others are going to be leading a group, and this is it. We're going to walk you through some easy steps, how you can tell a 30 to 60 second story about the difference that Jesus has made in some part of your life. Maybe it's been how this year has impacted you. Maybe it's something about an event that has taken place this year, how that has impacted you. Maybe it's something deeper. Maybe it's something about how Jesus in your life over the last series of years has made a difference. But only for 30 for 60 seconds, not for five to 10 minutes. What we're gonna do right here in our larger group is we're gonna share three simple pegs, three simple pegs to lay your, tell your story on. And you can do it with about any story that comes to mind about the difference that Jesus has made in your life. The places where Jesus has put us and being able to share those episodes with others. We can tell our story and leave the results with God. And that's what we do. God's the one who's going to take the words that we share, and he's going to make the difference in people's lives and hearts. Now, normally when you pick up a worship bulletin, there's an outline that's already in there. I didn't put one in there on purpose because I got him here. So I'm going to hand these to Will, and Will's going to find a couple of people and we're going to hand these out. And this is where your placards are going to come in. Make sure everyone gets one. Oh, I need one. Now, as they're passing it out, I want you to picture something in your mind. Uh, I'm going to go back. I got a few minutes. They're, they're passing it out. I want to make sure everyone gets it. Uh, one of the times I was in the hospital, they did a uh, memory test on me. They did what they called an intelligence test, but they did a memory test. I had a series of 30 questions, and I got 30 out of 30. And uh, they said I was one of five people who got 30 out of 30 over the last three years. So I felt pretty good about that. Uh, everything up there was working, even though I had a hole in my head for a while. So uh, part of the way that I did it is that I pictured a series of words they gave to me. I pictured a series of them in my mind. And what I want you to do in your mind, I want you to think of a, of a progression of three words. Think of something in your head going down to your heart and coming out your mouth. Can you do that in your mind's eye? Something in your head going down to your heart, coming out your mouth. Those are the three pegs.
that we're going to talk about today. I'm going to walk you through the three pegs of telling a 30 to a 60 second story of faith of something in your life. You find those three pegs on that yellow sheet. Each peg has two words, whatever works for you. One word has to do with our heritage, our experience. One has to do with maybe a more modern word. The first word is to remember. One of the words that's used over and over and over again in the Bible, remember. How many times in the Old Testament didn't God say to the people of Israel, remember when you were a slave in Israel? Remember. Remember how it was before this experience. We need to think of something that we want to share. How God moved, how God gave you peace, how he gave you grace, how he opened up a door. Something from this past year or a couple of years or the difference that Fourth Sundays have made being together as part of the fellowship. What part of that story are you going to tell? And then first of all, remember. Remember what it was like before. Because sometimes that could be another word to think about before. What was I like before this? And so if you follow along on the yellow sheet where it says remember or before, it says think of two or three words or two or three short phrases describing how you were before. Now the example that I'm going to give is how I was before these fourth Sundays started. It would go something like this. Leading up to our church's experience in 2023, starting in January, I was a follower of Jesus. I felt a deep follower, and I felt my Christian faith was rather good. I wasn't a mess. I had a growing relationship with God, and I knew that God loved me. But I wasn't always as mindful of God as I went through my day. And though I know that he wasn't absent from my thought or even my prayers, I know I wasn't coming to him as often as I should throughout the day. I remember what I was like before the fourth Sunday started. You see, it's not a situation where I was all messed up, but it was how God was going to do something to change me, to propel me, to move me. It's about life stories. It's not about, I once was a drug dealer and then Jesus came into my life and I'm all totally different now. It's not something dramatic like that. It can be just how God was involved in something in your life and the difference that he made. So it says, think about what you were like before and think about two or three words or two or three phrases. I remember how I was before. Secondly, is the word receive. And then I received in my heart. I was open up to receive Jesus to enter into my situation. I allowed him to speak to me, through me, in that situation. I received him in. 
Another word that might be helpful would be the word because. In this situation that I remembered, because Jesus was there, this happened. Because I allowed Jesus to come into my life in this area, this happened. So it says, if you're following on the sheet under number two, think of two or three words or short phrases that describe how you encountered God himself entering into your situation. I began taking into my heart the monthly memory verses to know and to apply these verses throughout the day, as well as verses that I had memorized in my lifelong journey. I talked about them with my wife and with other church members. I also started to listen every morning to the Lectio 365 app and every night. And I talk about that with my wife and with other church members. And it started to impact my mind focusing on Jesus more and more throughout the day. So once again, it's not about a dramatic change. I once was terribly lost and now I'm found. But a change that took place in me. First, I remembered my head. I received in my heart. And then out of my mouth, thirdly, I confessed. I shared. And I'm sharing now. I'm opening up to you now the difference this has made. Another word that could be used is that word so. So now is this. Again, think of two or three words, two or three phrases. I would end by saying something like this. So now I am more mindful of God throughout the day. I listen and I talk about what I hear. And that spurs me on. And the result has been that I am more open in talking with others. And I believe God has given me more peace in my life. Because all of my life isn't in order. All of my life doesn't fit into a nice little pattern. But I have found, by focusing on these disciplines that I've been learning on Fourth Sundays, things have been growing in me. That's what I confess. I remember what I was like before. I receive Jesus' work in my life as I experience him and the situation. And then I share, I confess, the difference Jesus has made in me. Tony, as I shared this with him, as we were talking about it, he gave me a wonderful follow-up question to use. I like it. So I'm going to share it with you. When you get done sharing a bit of the, your story for 30 or 60 seconds, you can share this. Have you experienced anything like this recently in your life? Have you experienced anything like this recently in your life? That might prompt them. They might not use the three pegs but it might prompt them to wonder, 
how their life has been touched and moved by God. Might you be able to do this? Might you be able to put something together? Is there something in your life recently that you could share? Maybe it is something big, and that's fine. It can be something like that. I didn't want to use the example of my cancer journey just because I didn't want to give the impression it had to be something big. It can be, but it doesn't have to be. But what part of your life did you open up to Jesus to allow him to bring some change? Was it a circumstance, something at work, something at school, something with your family, was something in which you turned and handed over to God, and God responded? So on your paper, for the next five minutes or so, just stay where you are. Think about, if you had a chance to share a part of your story, what would that be? What story would it be? And then think about the three pegs. What words could I use for remember, receive, and confess. And then when we break up into groups, we'll have a chance just to share what was this like to think about it. And for maybe a couple who are willing, and I've asked the facilitators to be ready to come with one of their stories, would you be willing to share something like that? The more you practice it out loud, the more firm it gets to your mind, the easier it gets to be the next time. Now, I'm not an athlete. I have absolutely no eye-hand coordination, which is why I walk, which is why I ride bike. I can do that. I can't shoot a hoop. I can't throw a football. I can't hit a hockey puck with a hockey stick. I just can't do that. But I do know this, if you're a basketball player and you're in preseason and you're mapping out the plays and the coach is mapping out the plays on the blackboard and you go over them and over them and over them on the blackboard, you're not going to own it until you get on the court, until you run the play. And when you run the play, the coach is going to say, that was pretty awful, let's run it again. Remember what you're supposed to do. But you know what? When you get into a small group here, no one's going to say that. Because we've learned that what we say is, thanks for sharing. I appreciate your courage. We are so glad that you opened up your heart. So in just a few moments... We're going to break up into groups, but we're going to give you a chance to write down a few things on that sheet of paper. We were planning to have four groups. Uh, we're going to have three groups instead. So uh, if you happen to pick up a black, that's going to be, that was going to be my group. Consider it 
to be white instead, okay? And then at the end of five or six minutes, uh, we will uh, break you into groups. Now, to go through this, I'm just going to go over and sit with Ken for a bit and kind of talk to Ken about this. Gail, do you want someone to come and sit by you and talk about these three steps with you? Can someone come and help Gail out with that? Can someone? Val, would you be willing to? And then, Joe, would you like someone to sit beside you and talk about these three steps, or are you good? Okay. Uh, Joe would like someone to talk with him, too, if that would be okay. Jeff, thank you for doing that. Okay? The rest of us, I think we're good to go. All right? I'm pulling out my clock. I'm looking at five minutes. I'll come up here. And that'll be your cue, okay? I'm going to offer up a quick prayer. Ask God to work in our heart and mind. Use the paper that you have. Think about an event that you could share. And then we'll start doing some writing and some scribbling. So, Father God, we thank you and we bless you for the opportunity you give to us to be able to uh, share about the difference you make in our lives. We pray, Lord, that you'll open up our hearts and minds to your spirit to direct us to the events, the happening that we could share. And we pray, Lord, that you'll be working in our thoughts, working in our hearts and minds, that we might do this exercise for your glory and honor. We pray in Jesus' name, and everyone agreed and said, Amen.